0: Michiana's first, first best, 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 and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot blues. tunes, this is Music to My Beers. Music, music to My Beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. Good morning
1: and welcome to Music to My Beers. Wow, this uh, this feels weird because it's been a couple of weeks since we've been together in the studio.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's our new year, new beer show. We're back for a brand new, I guess you'd call it season of Music to My Beers. We had an entire couple Couple of weeks off for the holidays to unwind, relax, be with family and friends, and drink a few brewskis while we were at it. We both did some beer traveling over the uh, holiday break.
1: Yeah, and uh, it's probably one of our favorite seasons for like beer releases, and we find out about what's coming out in the calendar. You know, for this month, next month, and the coming year, and uh, I'm really looking forward to some new brews.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So we're back at a new show, and uh, thank you for joining us. And we have an entire two hours of beer talk on tap here. Uh, We'll start with Zach. You uh, packed up the family and drove all the way down to Atlanta.
1: You know, uh, of this holiday break, I drove over 2,000 miles down to Atlanta, back up to Indiana, then up to Michigan, and back down to Indiana. I mean,
0: it was a crazy couple of of weeks. So how many hours did you have on the road? Uh, versus was, uh, Versus how many hours you had like unwind and vacation?
1: Uh, Eleven, da- so twenty two there and back to Georgia, and then about ten. About thirty-two hours, I guess, on the road. Whew. Wild, I know. Yeah, but
0: so it's always fun when you go to Atlanta because you see family, and of course, your brother is part of the Outrun Brewing Company down in uh, just outside of Atlanta, right? Yeah,
1: and uh, we go over to his place. It's always fun because we, when we get there, it's always like, um, are we going to go today? Are we going to go tomorrow? What are his hours like? And sometimes we go on the off days when, like, there's nobody there because, I mean, he runs the place, so it's like we could just go in and, and start pulling stuff off tap. So he's like, yeah. Let's, let's uh, get your growler fill on like the last day you're here. So then that way they're as fresh as fresh can be right. like, when you go back up. So it was pretty cool hanging out there. And little known fact, too, about Stone Mountain, Georgia, it's where they film Young Rock. Oh! That show with, uh, he saw yeah. like, Dwayne the Rock Johnson driving around on a golf cart one day just outside of his brewery. Really?
0: Yeah. I wonder why. I know they filmed The Walking Dead not too far outside of Atlanta, but I wonder why they picked Stone Mountain, Georgia for The Young Rock.
1: I, I don't know. Well, it Must like, be the local tax incentives. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think, too, it's it's a lot of um, like Marvels down there. There's a lot of like production facilities and stuff for all okay. these TV shows. Ozarks film in Atlanta, so and uh, Stranger Things.
0: Wow, dude. You're just, you're just dropping big, fat, fun facts on a Sunday. I know. Yeah. yeah. So, so has your brother been doing anything new? Bring, bring us up to speed with all things outrun
1: all things outrun i think in the past year he developed 70 new beers for uh for the his place specifically so 70 new recipes wow as he's you know flipping stuff out and and the thing is too is that he's on a smaller scale when he's brewing so i want to say he's got a oh man i'm probably gonna get kicked in the mouth for saying this but like a 10 barrel system okay and that's 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 pretty decent size.
0: He's got, and he specializes in typically lower ABV stuff, kind of like table beers. I think a lot of yeah. people are calling them.
1: That's what his goal was all along. Was he? He's like, you know what? I've got this idea. There's not enough like low ABV stuff, and so he, his highest. Um, highest, I'd say, potent beer is the one that I brought back to you. It's the Cyberwave IPA, and it's 7%. And I'm like, that's the highest on the menu. Everything else sits at about a 4.5. I think the one of the beers that I brought for a split one today sits at about four, five, four, three, something like that.
0: Yeah, and it's fun because it's kind of like got an 80s vibe to it. So all the, mm-hmm. uh, all the decor, the whole, like, the... Uh, design of the place is all 1980s and the crawlers you can see them on the music to my beers Instagram the crawler picture is pretty great because it looks like an old school VHS cassette tape and if you're ever down there
1: in and around the Atlanta area it's probably like 25 minutes outside so it's not too far like from the main city like my parents live in the dead center of Atlanta but if you go 25 minutes outside, you'll you'll pop right into where he's at.
0: Now, other than L do you have anything else down there? Because you're down south. There's a completely oh, the yeah. the liquor stores look a little bit different down there than they do up yeah. here. Yeah,
1: well, and I brought uh, brought a few things back, and one of the liquor stores had all basically all you can buy Bourbon County, just the regular 2021 okay. Bourbon County Stout. It was like there to the wall. Um, and it, I, because I missed out this year, I didn't have a chance to go around to all the, yeah, local you were places. up
0: north during the Black Friday, yeah,
1: and so I brought back a, a bottle of that, and then they had one of the variants too, the 14, um, they had on, on shelves there. That's pretty awesome, yeah, so, and because you were
0: driving, you didn't have to worry about, you know, checking bags or you could bring back as much as you wanted, yeah,
1: yeah, that, and, uh, you know, I mean, we, we had a few things, but I, I you know, between not being able to spend a whole lot of money because it's Christmas time, and you're, you you know, you just spent on Dark Lord Day that we had, oh, and, and yeah. some stuff yeah. up at Bare Hands, I'm budgets like, are I, tight. Got to watch it for the end of the year. So I, I brought back a few things, but um, but from what I brought back, I brought Harpoon, the Duncan Harpoon yeah, series, which yeah. is pretty good. Um, you'll have to. Tell me what you think of those. And then also Monday night. Um, I gave you a can of their their sixteen ounce Hot Lana double dry hopped
0: yeah, IPA. It's good they it's called Don't Call It Hot Lana. Yeah,
1: don't call it Hot Lana, sorry. <laughs> I was like, ooh, kind of a towny beer, I love it. Yeah. And that's where my brother originally worked after he left his previous employer. He worked at Monday night for about a year or just shy of a year. Okay. As a shift brewer doing overnights. Because they're they're that that big down there. So
0: where can people follow Outrun Brewing on uh, Instagram?
1: Uh, I want to say it's outrunbrewco.com or Outrun brewco. Just. Search
0: OutRun Brewing Company. Perfect. There yeah, yeah, you, you go. Could, you can see some of the things that uh, Zach's wildly successful brother is up to down in, uh, down in the ATL. But that's just, that, <laughs> Hire me, bro. It sounds like you had an awesome <laughs> couple of weeks, man, and I'm, I'm yeah. excited you're back, and you, of course, brought me some, some souvenirs, some drinkable souvenirs, and I appreciate that. I
1: saw you, man. You went up that
0: way, too. Yeah, my wife and I took off out of town. We went up to uh, visit my old, uh, where I actually used to live before I moved down to Indiana, Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, up in the UP, up by Canada. And it was fun, because the last time I was up there, it was 12 years ago when I lived up there. Wow. And it wasn't a big craft beer place. I mean, they had Bell's Two-Hearted, and that's just about it. That's our craft beer on tap right now. <laughs> yeah, and the, uh, there was a Sioux Brewing Company that had just just started to get off the ground a little bit, and uh, hadn't quite opened when I left. So it was fun to go back, and I got a chance to actually check it out. And I was a little disappointed. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It was mm-hmm. Their stuff was Okay. I had oh, a, I had an IPA from them that was all right, and then it was a good, like, traditional West Coast IPA, but then I had what they called their um, – And how
1: big was the place? Like, was it giant or – It
0: had moved into another bar that I used to hang out at, so oh, okay. it was right on the corner from the hotel. It was a pretty big place, but it's a brewery slash winery, oh. and it felt like on the inside they didn't really know what they wanted to be, but I kind of <laughs> – it was just fun to have to have a, a local beer to drink, but they had a Christmas – they had their annual Christmas IPA that I had. Oh, and, how was that? Uh, it was called the Metriches O'Tannenbaum, Bomb, and it was bad. <laughs> um, really bad. It was like a, it was like their their regular West Coast IPA, but they had sprinkled like they like squeezed out one of those air fresheners from your car on top of it. Oh, yeah, and I felt bad because the uh, the bartender was watching me as I was drinking it, and she saw that I had untapped open, so I had to give it a positive rating because they had the board. But it was it was fun to check out. But their IPA, their, it's called Thirteen, was was pretty decent. Um but it was just it was a really weird vibe. But it was fun because I went to all the bars I used to go to when I lived up there and they've all got amazing beer on tap. Like uh there's a bar I used to hang out called the Gin Mill. It's now called the Wicked Sister, but it's like the Premier Craft Bar in in Sault Ste. Marie. But they had Everything from Petoskey, they had Black Rock, they had all of it. Oh like my the, goodness! And Upperhand, you can get anywhere all varieties of it. We went to the grocery store; they had every one. That they had several that I had hadn't even seen that they have down here. So so
1: jealous. And they probably get that because distribution is a lot like it is around here, where you have a lot of the local breweries that can get stuff out to like neighboring establishments and whatnot. But then you know you go up there and it it it's like everything that we can't. So did you, uh, you mule anything? Well, you mule uh, something back for me from a different city, but
0: yeah, because after after about four days in the Sioux, we headed down to Traverse City, and I've I've been I've been a Michigander, you know, I lived there for geez twenty eight years. Before, you are a Michigander before I moved down. It was was <laughs> it was okay. Was but uh, I'd been in Traverse City, been through there, but I never really spent any significant time there. So it was the first time I'd actually sat down for a while and investigated what what Traverse City's all about. And man, we we tasted some great stuff. I went to Middle Coast Brewing was the first stop we made. And it's just like a block off the main drag down through Traverse City. Um, it's in the, the building that used to house the, the horses for the Traverse City Fire Department back in the early 1900s.
1: Now, I'm I'm thinking back on my time in Traverse City. We went up probably seven years ago. And I've got friends that live in there, and I've always wanted to make a trip back. But um, that one that you mentioned was not there at the time. We did the Ale Trail. Is the Ale Trail still a thing in Traverse City?
0: Uh, I didn't. Look for it. It was it was windy. It was cold. And like yeah. that's when the weather, was, we were there when the weather really started to turn over, like into New Year's Day. Oh man! So we didn't investigate too much uh, Ale Trail, but there's a there are a lot of places to drink up there. It's it's pretty great if you love craft beer. But they had a Gichigumi, uh Hazy IPA, it was in New England. It was pretty great. Ooh! They had a bitter juicy day. It was another hazy, and um, it was just it was a really fun fun place to be, but. I like its proximity. We could walk there from the hotel, mm-hmm. and the hotel was on the other side of the the, May, the big street. Oh, so you're thinking, what am I going to do? Have a few beers and stumble across five lanes of traffic? <laughs> yeah. But Traverse City has under has pedestrian underpasses underneath that street. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, so you could walk I bet, from the from the back door of our hotel <laughs> to the front door of Middle Coast Brewing. It was about like a seven minute walk, <laughs> oh. and it was great. And then um, we went from there down to the. Uh, the Seven Monks Tasting Room which is just down the street around the corner and they had some Wax Wings stuff from Kalamazoo that I had never even heard of before. Whoa. They had because uh, Wax Wings has their Nazareth um, Hazy IPA uh-huh. yeah. but on tap at the Seven Monks they had Triple Nazareth and Quadruple Nazareth. Oh. Yeah, dude, they were they were great. It's everything you expected from Wax Wings at Kalamazoo but it was just it was Incredible! They had it fresh there on tap, and I'm like, I didn't expect it.
1: And Seven Monks is this the one that has like twenty some taps?
0: Yeah, it has like a three floyd's three floyd's flag up front, it has like oh, a bell's flag, yeah. and it's it's kind of just off the main. it's like one turn off one left turn off the main street. But it was great. They had incredible food, and uh, we also went to Right Brain and some friends of mine, uh, Brendan, the guys that do the Blind Pig's Confessions podcast out of Indy. They're huge Right Brain fans. They've done a couple shows up there. And they bring beer down. I've had it before; it's great. But that's a real fun place to go in Traverse City.
1: It's super cool. And and if if my memory serves me right, it's got all the uh, the mash tongue. Uh, bags hanging from the ceiling, and it's yeah. kind of like a big auditorium. So, like, there's definitely enough space for everybody to come in, and and just and, loads
0: of vintage video arcade games. Oh, like, there's all yeah, I forgot about that, all kinds of stuff to do. And I don't know what it is about the breweries that I tend to like the most are always at the end of a dumpy neighborhood or a business park. <laughs> yeah. And Right Brain Falls right alongside there. It was funny because we we left our hotel, and you know you've had a few, and you think, all right, what's well, not that far from A to B? Like, we can get there. Mm-hmm. And you start walking, and then all of a sudden you realize that walk's like really, really far. It's like a mile and a half from where we were to to where right brain was. And uh, it was—it's a real fun time. Great atmosphere, great beers, and we went to Rare Bird Brewing Company, which was a little bit closer to downtown. Okay, that was another one. And I thought they all their stuff was really fantastic, and the, the food was even better. Um, it was—it was great. Every place we went, great beer in Traverse City, great food to match. So,
1: and what I love about that is how long did it take you to get up to Traverse City, really, or back from Traverse City down here?
0: Three and a half hours, four hours. Yeah,
1: that's what I love. Like that's a great long weekend getaway or a quick weekend getaway. Yeah. However you want
0: to do it. I will say that the price disparity between drinking in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan and drinking in Traverse City <laughs> yeah. is vast, as vast okay. as the Great Lakes themselves. One might say we went to the casino in Sault Ste. Marie and I texted a bunch of my beer friends like you guys aren't going to believe this because we walked into the casino and they had two hearted on tap and they said 16 or 22. And I said, oh, a 22 think it's going to be 12, 13, 14 bucks, uh-huh. six American dollars. No way. For 22 ounces of two-hearted. So that's that's kind of the strike zone. That was the most expensive beer I bought that entire week. We were we were up in the UP. But uh, then you go back down to Traverse City, and you get a little more sticker shock. You're like, oh, all right. Yeah, <laughs> I remember how much things are supposed to
1: cost. $12 for this eight-ounce
0: pour. Yeah. Yeah, we stopped in Petoskey and had lunch. I remember looking around and thinking, so this is where Zach comes for fun, all the way yeah. up here.
1: Oh, man. Uh, and I love the city of Petoskey, too. That's another really great trip that it's a little bit further north, so you're talking five hours, but still... A great way to spend a long
0: weekend or or a good good chunk of time. So there was my uh, that was my holiday weekend. And weekend. now a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with music to my beers. B movie, and you said this week's B movie suggestion came from our music to my beers inbox.
1: That's right, we got it from uh, Instagram, and we had Adam reach out to us, and Adam was like, "Hey, you guys should do The Town for B movie because it's on Netflix now, and it's got a really great rating. I- I've seen it. Uh, this was like a, a Super
0: Boston movie with like Wahlberg and Affleck and everybody.
1: Yeah, Paca, um, okay. the Harvard Yad. Uh, no, different one though, right? Isn't that um, what's what's the other one? That has Leonardo DiCaprio, um, Mark Wahlberg, and Matt Damon. This one is with Ben Affleck and Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye. Yes, yeah. The oh, I was thinking of The Departed.
0: Oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay. So this
1: this one is very similar to that one because you've got like the crime syndicate and there's like people robbing banks and stuff. So Ben Affleck is this bank robber who ends up falling in love with one of the girls who is taken hostage by one of his guys who is almost like a brother john ham's in it um blake lively's in it it's a good movie i would i would totally recommend this one so
0: um i'll go first you want to go first yeah i haven't seen this and uh man there are a million movies like this and (laughs) i remember when the trailer came out for this back in 2010 or 11 i thought eh, all right uh, I think SNL did a parody of it at the mm-hmm. time. Yeah, but I just it, this probably isn't going to be something I'm ever going to watch because I, these these movies don't do it for me. But uh, <laughs> if I did, I'm going to need to get a little bit a little bit tipsy to enjoy myself. So I'm going to say because it's the town. I'm going to do my favorite favorite beer that our buddy Brandon Townsley brewed from the Niles Brewing Company.
1: Oh, good call.
0: He came in uh, late last spring, early last summer, brought in his code name, Ripe, which is sort of like his uh, his tribute to the Great Notion folks.
1: That was, that was a really good one.
0: Yeah, it was a 7% New England IPA. It's hazy, it was juicy, and I thought it was pitch perfect. And, and I think in a blind taste test, you'd have a hard time distinguishing between that and the OG from Portland, Oregon. So I'm going to go ahead and give it... Mm, a four pack of those. All right, I'll be okay. I'll, I'll be the dirty ditch pig and drink all of them.
1: <laughs> I know I would too because I was also going to go with a four pack of uh, Primus from Westwind Brewing Company, and I I say that because um, they're now available at I saw they're they're popping up around town. Um, our buddy Aaron from Westwind is doing a really good job of uh, getting the beers here, there, and everywhere, and I know that you could find them at Hop Station. Now you can find them at Fat Bird too, um, and I saw that pop up on. Uh, Instagram. So I was like, "Hey, okay. Now we can get this in our town even though they're they're just a town over. I mean, in in Elkhart. So I could I could probably pop in there too as well. I should call Elkhart my town."
0: You could. You're everywhere, Zach. I, I guess. They no. call him Mr. Michiana when he's out walking about the street. <laughs> when he's strolling along the promenade, they're like, there he is, Mr. Michiana, everybody, Zach Miller.
1: When you're looking for Music to My Beers on the interwebs, I mean, you got to have the Facebook, you got to have the Instagram, you got to have the Twitter now in the, uh, in hey the metaverse.
0: Kid. Hey, kid, you looking for a great time online with some beer buddies? Why don't you join our Facebook group of Music to My Beers?
1: (laughs) It is a really cool group because even over the holidays, people were checking in different things that they were drinking and saying, hey, you know, I found this. And this got dropped off. This was beer mailed. Um, I mean, anything you want to kind of rub in our faces that you got and we don't have, you can show it there at Music to My Beers Facebook page.
0: We've also had some people tip us off to uh, different beer news over the uh, over the last couple of weeks and, and months. We that's where we found out that uh, Hop Slam was coming out in 16 ounce cans because someone shared an article to the Facebook group. You're right, and we try to share as much as we can beer news on the Music to My Beers Twitter. Just search music to my beers. You can see our beer shirt Thursday, and uh, I've been doing some traveling, and so is Zach. So we've gotten some new beer swag to show off.
1: Well, no, thank you. I've got some new beer swag to show off because of you. Hey, so you know what? For
0: bringing that back. Yeah, we were we were out there, and it's fun because like we've talked about it on the show many times. The more beers you have at a place, the more you're like, I should buy that shirt. <laughs> I should get that hoodie. I should, uh, I'll I should
1: take one of everything.
0: Yeah, I should do some work. So there's uh, there's you can see the beer shirt Thursday shenanigans, and also this show is podcasted every Monday just around lunchtime. You can just search music to my beers. Uh, Apple, Google, really wherever you get your uh, your free never-going-to-turn-a-profit podcasts. You, you sure?
1: You sure about that? I started
0: looking at some I'm, podcasts. I'm pretty sure. Oh. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, until, Always for free. Until I see that Spotify invitation from uh, on our in our inbox, then, then I, I don't think I'm going to believe it. But, yeah, join us on social media. Are you ready? Aye, aye, Captain. All
1: right. Brought this up from OutRun Brewing Company. My brother has been doing uh, a couple of different things with his sour game. And there's um, there's cherry that he's added into one. There's peaches that he's added into another. And this one has plums. And I'm excited. Do they,
0: they treat peaches in the craft beer community in, in Atlanta like Traverse City treats cherry? Like, these are authentic, sweet Georgia peaches.
1: Everybody's got to have a peach beer. Locally, locally <laughs> sourced. Well, you know what's crazy about his peach beer, though, is it's like... It's almost like a smoke Rauch beer. So, he takes like that roasted malt that almost tastes like savory ham. And so his peach and ham beers, like what I like to call it, is just really, really out there. So he doesn't do like the sweet peach thing. Wow. I know. Not
0: like Revolution with their freedom of speech. Yeah. <laughs> huh. um, so, all right, tell us about this beer before we open it. And, and um, this is my, one of my favorite split ones, because um, usually we split a 12-ounce or a 16-ounce beer, but we're going to split an entire crowler here on the show today. And I got to find- uh, The label's find a, a cool. bit worn off, but I see plum, I see sour, I see 4.5. You see th- vanilla? I see this. Ca- this was canned on the twenty first.
1: Yes, so it's a bit. It's a a bit old. That was like the tail end of our trip, and I feel feel bad that. Um, passing dream is the name of this one. So he had a, a drive-in dream. He has like kind of a dream series that he okay. likes to do. Um, this passing dream clocks in at four point five percent. It's. Kind of got uh, sour-based beer loaded with plums, lactose, milk, sugar, and loads of vanilla, so you feel like you dream about it, I guess.
0: All right. We'll crack her open. Okay. Let's go. All
1: right. All right. Here, you do the honors. Go for it. Give yourself a good pour. Oh, I will. Um, but I'm, I was super excited because he actually just put this on tap the last day that we were there in Atlanta and, and was
0: able to fill us a, a Crowler fill. Well, I like the body of it. Going back to crawlers uh, for a moment, what's the longest you've had a crawler? Because this thing now is on the 9th, uh, Canada the 21st. How, what's the longest you've kept a crawler?
1: Um, I would I, say about three weeks.
0: Yeah, like I know so. they, they always tell you like a week, 10 days, two weeks, but I've, I've kept them three weeks and even a couple of days longer than that and really had no problem with it.
1: And his is not um, – like you don't get a whole lot of oxi- oxidization. I don't know what word I'm looking for. There's still some in there if you want. But it's kind of got a nice um, – Ruby grapefruit looking hue to it, and it smells fantastic.
0: Well wow, you allow that peach up front, but um, yeah, that real sweet. Um
1: it's like that plum peach stone fruit. It's sour. It's like it's very puckering, but also I love the milk sugar that they put in there because it's it's nice and sweet on the end, and then the the vanilla also adds to some of that like. Evening
0: balance. But how long has your brother been by the way, let's quit calling him your brother. What's his name? Josh. Josh. How long has Josh been brewing beer? Is he older or younger than you? He's younger than me. He's younger than me, but he's been into craft beer longer.
1: Uh, he he got into craft beer because I was brewing, home brewing back during my wedding okay. in 2013. And he's like, huh, so what are you doing here? And I'm like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm racking the beer. you know. I got to do a transfer and stuff. And he got really into it, started brewing his senior year of college. He was brewing in the apartment that him and some guys were living at. And then he had some fun with it, was doing some experimental things, read a lot of books about it. And he's a history major that then... Decided to do nothing with that when he graduated and instead go get a job as a like a box boy, basically, at the local brewery that my parents lived down the street from. And got brought on, hired on, became like a shift brewer, kind of learned how to brew from um, uh, one of his buddies who now has his own brewery. And the rest is history. So basically – He owes his entire career to you. Basically, yeah. I'm going to say that, that he does a little bit. I got to tell you something funny, too, about these Crowlers. I, I brought one back this summer. And I gave uh, our buddy Rocky, who's been on the show a couple of times, he works in the sales department, and I gave him a crawler. I said, hey, man, t- take this with you and in- enjoy it. A- it's a sour from my brother's brewery. Well, he put it in his car, and I don't know if it was like how how long, if it was too long that it- since I'd given it to him. Oh, it jostled around a little bit, and it it blew up in his car. <laughs> He's like, I don't know how to get the beer smell out of my car. <laughs>
0: Wah, wah.
1: I know. So I feel like someone responsible. I feel like I owe him another one, but now I'm afraid to give him a new one.
0: No. He doesn't know how to treat it the first go around. <laughs> right. You keep that for your seller. But, uh, well, this is fantastic. And, again, hats off to your brother. This is another another great. We haven't had a bad beer from OutRun yet.
1: Nope. Nope. I'll, I'll always give it a five rating, too, just because he's my brother. You got to do that, like,
0: Do you, though? I
1: feel like it. It's like he's got to say that, you know, we've got the best show on on Michiana, Sunday mornings, 10 to noon.
0: He has to say that because we're the only beer show in town. (laughs) Of course we're the best craft beer show. It's Sunday's. 10 o'clock to noon after the House of Hair. And we're going to go around the Horn of each chuck in three beers for our mixer, sixer for the week. Could be beers we like, could be beers we hate, could be beers we think you should steer clear of.
1: Oh, yeah. There are a few of those.
0: <laughs> a few of those. I'm going to go first. And uh, one of the beers I brought home, and I actually just drank it earlier this week, uh, right before the weekend, uh, we were at Seven Monks Tap Room up in Traverse City, and mm. for whatever reason, I wanted to bring some beer back to the room. Yeah. Even though I had no business drinking <laughs> further that day, one of the beers they had on tap, and we've seen this all over the place. Obviously, we all know about Shorts Brewing's uh, Humalicious, Lupalicious. Oh, yeah. They also make a humongous huma. No way.
1: How, yeah. what's that clocking at?
0: It was twelve point seven percent. They tri- they said they tripled the ingredients and uh, man, strong like bull, but it tastes like much like double two hearted tastes like an amplified two hearted. Mm-hmm. This t- tastes just like an amplified normal Huma. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was it was super delicious and um, I didn't need to drink a crowler of it when I got back, and I, I brought back one, and I thought, I just, for the better of humanity, need to get rid of this now.
1: <laughs> oh, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> the other one I'm going to throw in, and I mentioned it earlier, was the quadruple Nazareth from Wax Wings up in Kalamazoo. Mm-hmm. I've had Nazareth, and I think I may have even had the double, but they had the triple and the quadruple on tap, and man, just... I know we say with a lot of laissez faire that uh, breweries don't do a bad beer, but I have not had anything from Wax Wings in Kalamazoo that has not just made my ears perk up and thought these guys are doing it right, man. This is some really good stuff.
1: And you mentioned too earlier that it's like it's super fresh stuff that's coming up there from Wax Wings.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's you know obviously they keg their stuff and they send it around. I didn't know that Wax Wings was distributing stuff around outside of Kalamazoo, mm-hmm. so it was super cool. And it because it feels like every time I go to visit Kalamazoo for for anything. They're closed.
1: Yeah. And you mentioned they're in a strip mall, like they're uh,
0: in Kalamazoo it, somewhere. They're next to like an old Ridge and Kramer auto parts aco- across from what used to be uh, Nazareth College, Oh, which is where they get, the, really name. Okay, where they get the, the, the name of for, for the Nazareth beer. But yeah, I used to buy auto parts like spark plugs right next door to what is now one of like West Michigan's premier craft breweries. <laughs> yeah. But if you've ever had a chance to get up there, check the hours before you go. Don't Google. Check their Facebook. And uh, I made that mistake. Jeez. Mo- three times over vacation when I was planning the trip. That I thought, you know what, COVID, uh-huh. things are in business, things are are, things are closed, so I'll check. And Google, not accurate most of the time. No. <laughs> no. So always call, especially if you're traveling out of town. And the next one I'm going to throw in is from Middle Coast Brewing Company, up also in Traverse City. Um, they did a double IPA. It's an Imperial double called uh, Emotional Support Animal. Ooh. And it was the same price as the rest of their pints, man, but it was like 9, 9.4%. But it was... Wow it was i like imperial ipas because that you get that real stiff kind of malty Almost brassy caramel tone to mm-hmm. it, and, yeah. it was, and it was just that all day. But it also gave you a nice boozy punch at the end that reminded you, "Hey, slow down, dummy! You've got a long day ahead of you." <laughs> but um, it was really good, and because it was the first thing we tried in Traverse City, I thought this is going to be one of the probably going to be one of the better beers I have, and it was. It was, it was really great. But uh, shout to those guys! I had a great time, and uh, the entire staff was a lot of fun.
1: Nice. Okay. Okay. That's a, that's a pretty good pick. Uh, to add into the pick six i was going to go with one that we've talked about it and i mean time and time again i would say that it is one of the premier um southwest michigan's uh beers and that's m43's new england style ipa i mean m43 i saw a fresh four pack of it in store up north and i'm like i can't i can't not steer clear of that i've got to i've I just have to dabble in it because it's, it's that
0: good. Yeah, we get it here around town, but it's never quite as fresh. Like, you'll get it within inside a couple of weeks if you shop in it around, you know, uh, lower Michigan. Yeah. And, like, I'm going to Kalamazoo in uh, two or three weeks, and I'm excited because they're going to yep. have it fresh on tap. Oh.
1: Man, I'm jealous. Now I want to go. I'm going it's to go tasty. on to ride. Um, one thing that I've always heard about, like Founders, they do that bottle shop series. Have you had any of those beers that they release from um, the place?
0: I've got one, and it's a French toast beer they did. I haven't drank it yet. Okay. Because I saw some of the – there was a
1: four-pack of the Highball Drifter, and I would highly suggest picking that up. I think you can only get it in Michigan. I saw it in Upper Michigan. It's, um, it's
0: weird when you see those because they come in, like, blank four-packs.
1: Yeah. And it's like, is this – is this supposed to be labeled like this? Yeah. But it, it was good. It drank like an old-fashioned. It reminded me kind of of Bell's old-fashioned beer that they have, too. Um, which All right. Those two breweries, I feel like, go hand-in-hand sometimes with, like, similar recipes. But it tasted like you got the cherry and you got kind of the – you definitely got the bourbon, but you get kind of a little bit of that orange peel in there as well. It made for a, a nice holiday sipper. Um or a sipper anytime. If you're a fan of old fashions, pick up the Highball Drifter from uh, Founders. And then lastly, um, Rheingeist has a pretty fantastic dark ale that's aged in these mixed barrels with coffee, chocolate flavors, and vanilla added. It's called the, I'm going to butcher the name, but it's Mush shoe. Mushushu? Mush-shu? Yeah. And it's really good. It's, it's it's really good.
0: Have you seen that commercial for Jim Beam that's been airing for a while now where the guy walks into a bar and he's like, what kind of beer do you want? And they're like, you want an IPA? It's aged in goat milk. And then they have that old guy. He's like, you want a dark beer, son. <laughs> he said dark beer. It just reminded me of like, oh, yeah, that old guy. You want a dark you beer? Dark beer. <laughs> and at the end, he's like, I'll just have a, uh, a Jim and Ginger or Jim, <laughs> Jim Beam Highball or whatever he says. But
1: For my mother-in-law, though, I handed her my glass as I was drinking it. I was like, what do you think of this? She's like, mm, it tastes like burnt tire. I was like, okay, oh, cool, more for me then. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I basically drank a lot of beers by myself because
0: nobody likes the beers that I like. Well, you got to make up for that whole dry November you did. So, yeah, absolutely. There's our pick six for the week. If you have a suggestion, something you think we should throw in next week, or something we are sleeping on, by all means, tweet us. Being holed up, I know there's something you don't like this. There's some. It's sort of like Hemingway-esque to be like, you know, curled up inside with a fire and a stout. But man, I want to be outdoors. I want to be poolside, like. That's really my favorite time of year to drink beer. It doesn't let me. It doesn't stop me from from drinking in the wintertime. But, but I'm excited to, to get back out again. And uh, I have been cruising through some of my cellar now at a pretty mm-hmm. decent clip. So nice. I'm clearing out some space. I'm pretty excited about.
1: Yeah. Well, and you're drinking off. I think you had mentioned to me in passing too. Did you have the Bourbon County from what year?
0: Uh, right. In the heart of the break, I had a 2017 um, barley wine, and I let it go to I let it go too long. So I, uh. I think I think over the next month or two, I'm going to work through all my Bourbon counties up to through through at least 2018 because. There was nothing going on there. There was nothing left. It was like it was like you could taste the ruins of what used to be at one time a pretty massive flavor profile. So, so I don't know if I'm going to hang on to those beers as long as I used to because it says on the label age it bottle conditions for up to five years. But uh, I would say that five years is being pretty generous.
1: Yeah, well, and even talking to my brother, you know, he said too that um, you know when you you don't necessarily have to age the beers because we've aged it for you, so you can come into it. I mean, stuff that you pick up like. uh, Uh, from bare hands you know they had their release and stuff this past month and you can just drink that stuff right right as you want to open it or um or you know let it hang out
0: the problem i have is we've spent the last probably what eight years and it's been sort of an arms race for a lot of craft beer enthusiasts and i know my friends and i in particular you know the bigger the beer seller the bigger the the bigger the you know Arr, it's a big whipping out. Who's his, yeah. who's his biggest? Yeah. But it was like you're building your war chest, your arsenal for trades, for acquisitions, making verticals. And the more you get into craft beer, the more you realize like, man, that's not the smartest necessarily way to go about it. A couple of guys that were into to bourbon barrel aged stouts before I was, uh, friends of mine have drank their sellers gone. They're, they're they're done. They're like, we don't. We're not really doing that anymore because that's not really the best way to consume some of these beers. Wow. Okay. So yeah. Drink fresh. So, but I feel like I'm two. I feel like I'm two steps behind some of like the, uh, some of that trend of getting rid of it. But it's hard for me psychologically to say I need to drink all these beers because then I won't have any left.
1: Yeah. 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 You know, like like on a night where you're like I can't go out because I've already had too many, but I I want one more. And then you go down to the cellar, and you're like, "Oh, look at all the beers that I've got that I can open up right now." Yeah,
0: it's like it's like going into your own personal, you know, chalet or or Belmont or, or citywide downtown. But I, I I think I want to get to that point because that experience with that 2017 barley wine, and I've got a coffee left at a regular from that year that I still have to get through. Oh. But I just thought, well, so what did I do? I spent 60 bucks on these three bottles, put them in my basement for half a decade, and ruined them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess. I think I when we know. had
0: Adam Leper on from Founders a couple of – three years ago, when the last time we had CBS on Tap in Town. Yeah. And he said, hey, this is meant to be consumed when, when it's presented to you. Yeah. So
1: – And we tried a vertical of KBS, and that that rang true because we tried – I want to say it was like 16, 17, 18, right in a row. And we're like, yeah, 18 kind of is the best. It's the one with the biggest flavor, has the most fudge, most bourbon there. Um Yeah, I I mean, maybe
0: holding out of stuff for a year to let some of that that heat wear off. But but even then, that's kind of what I like. I like to see what what some of these beers are right out the gate. So I think this may be – it's not going to be the end because I don't think I can get past that hump of not having any beer in my basement – like there are days I'll, if I'm home alone, man, and I'm and I'm having a few, I'll go down and like just take a sip and kind of poke and prod through what I got, reorganize, you know, dust off some of the bottles and yeah. push things around and and just take a step back and say, yeah, this is this is my collection, this is my my stash. You You're know? way better than me. It, you, were totally- it's like being a way cooler doomsday prepper. You're like, you know what? I don't have MREs in my basement, but I can get my wife and I, you know couple of beverages deep for, for months and months on end.
1: <laughs> for me, it's like, I've got a bottle here and a bottle there. Like, mine is totally in disarray. And maybe it's the fact that we redid the basement. And now, everything got shuffled around. And now my beer cellar, which was out in the garage for some uh, months uh, while we were getting everything taken care of, is now back in there. But I don't know. I, I feel like I should open something and and open it soon. And I feel like it's something that you've given me, like the Goose Island prop. Have you opened up any of your
0: prop that you've gotten in the last couple of years? Um, not uh, – we had a 2000, I think, uh, 19, some point toward the end of the summer. Okay. I think I popped it for my birthday, so maybe around June. Yeah, okay. And, and um, yeah, dude, they're, they're drinking great, but also, like, I what I don't want to do is hold on to these beers and ruin them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's something that's smart to do.
0: And I'm supposed to be in the early part of February. When I go to Kalamazoo, I'm going to bring back a, a buddy of mine unloading his wine cooler. Oh, okay. So what I think I might do is – Scale down my collection to mm-hmm. maybe a handful of like 15, 20 bombers that I'm, I'm either super pumped to have, I want to trade, or I want to just keep for a couple of years, and make that wine cooler the cellar. Like, those are the beers that I've got because it's temperature controlled. I can keep it at a steady 53, 55 degrees. That's a really good idea. I think you should do it. Or I might just continue to be a gluttonous collector, and you know, <laughs> yeah. you'll find me buried <laughs> to de- in my basement one day <laughs> with the beer shelves collapsed, and I'm buried underneath it, and I'll be like Principal Skinner living off Mother's Preserves, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Uh, for news and notes, we've got a few things on the horizon to look forward to. One is the fact, and you hinted at this earlier in the show, uh, Hop Slam being back in 16-ounce cans, that's not the only one in 16-ounce cans.
0: Oh, do tell, Mr. The Miller. Double
1: two-hearted in 16-ounce cans. So that's something to look forward to. Mm.
0: I remember back in the day when Slam came out, they're like, we're only doing this in 6-ounce pours. It's too strong. Oh. Now Bell's is like, here, <laughs> have a four-pack of 16-ounce cans and become an animal. Yes, <laughs> I know they they
1: had their like uh twelve days of Christmas or something where they're doing the bigger reveals, yeah, and like, can you guess it's coming in sixty ounce? I'm like, no, but you can tell me I'm all about it. I will continue to buy um double two-hearted is fantastic. Hop slam I cannot wait for. Her. I've already seen somebody sent us a message. oh uh, uh, yeah, they
0: went to actually went to Kalamazoo and picked it up at uh, Bell's general store. Good for them mm-hmm. you know, get um, after it, get
1: after make it make
0: the road trip, buy
1: the beer. I would do it i I mean, I got nothing going on this weekend, maybe I should. My wife's not working. I I don't really have you know. Here, honey, kids. you
0: watch the kids yeah. while uh, Poppy takes a takes a two hour round trip, two and a half hour round trip to Kalamazoo to pick up some beer. Like, what are you doing?
1: Um, another thing that we have to look forward to is the shelf iced brew fest. Have you heard of this one in oh. Michigan City? It's. Um, it's happening February nineteenth. It's one of the bigger brewfests in the the Michigan area. Uh, tickets are on sale now. And um, was this one of the first ones to come back after the pandemic last year? I feel I feel like yes, um, because they I don't know it. It would have definitely been here before the pandemic of 2020. Because right. It's usually January, February. Uh, VIP is unfortunately sold out, but regular admission still available. Um, and they've got designated driver tickets, but it's like an outdoor festival kind of that's in like giant tents in Michigan City. So I mean, that's still you're you're gonna be okay. Yeah. Um, Hotels are cheap. Time. Stay in Gary. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and then last but not least, there's the new German, um, beer bar that opened up on the north side of, uh, 933 up in Roseland area. You see that? No. Oh yeah. They've got, uh, German. All those dang
0: here. market basket ads are <laughs> blocked by a paywall. So I have to subscribe to the Tribune.
1: Oh, well, I already, I already ran out of my first five free articles. For the oh, month, so <laughs> all right. Here we are in day 10, but, um, yeah, so the Weiss uh, ghost House um, in Roseland reopened after the remodel and stuff, and they've got like a really nice looking tap. I mean, it looks like a pretty cool place to hang out and have some beers and stuff. And I, I like the German style food and had some sauerkraut over the holidays, so. Had some go sauerkraut for over it.
0: the holidays. He's well, yeah, in the mood. Well, yeah, for good luck, you know. Yeah, maybe we'll hit that. We'll head out to Moser's in New Carlisle and do the Das Boot.
1: Yeah, do they have Das Boot there?
0: The last time I was in, they did. I don't want to say that they still do, but. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Remember, right. You got to turn it. Fun. You got
0: to turn it just as you hit that horn. But um, that's going to do it for us. Our first show in the bag for 2022. Thank you for joining us, and uh, we're looking forward to a lot of new year, new beer here in the coming months. I know we have we have a new guest coming in next week. We're excited about looking forward to
1: David from uh, Roof 152.
0: Yeah, it'll yeah. be very cool. He's never been in the studio, and we wanted him to, to drive as far as possible to be here. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look for that next Sunday. Until then, follow us on social media. We will catch you uh, same bad time, same bad channel next week. Music to my beers. Cheers. Cheers. Music to my beers. I'll drink to that. Mm. On 103.9 The Beer. I mean, Bear. Podcasts by Federated Media.